0: Take up space. That is my new year resolution. I know it sounds a little odd, but hear me out on this one. Every year I focus on a positive goal. One year it was try new things, and that was one of my favorites. It was a resolution that I succeeded in holding on to the whole year through. Instead of saying no to a new experience, activity, or food, I decided to give it a try, and as a result I discovered so many new places, experiences, and foods that I now love. Yet this year's resolution is going to take a lot more effort. Take up space. Essentially, it means be seen, be heard, be bold. My name is Courtney and Live Lovely is my life manifesto, but I have a confession to make. The past several months I have allowed shame to keep me from living my best life. I put myself out there, allowed myself to be vulnerable, and I was burned for it. I let that shame keep me from doing what I love to do, but most of all, I let it keep me from being myself. Perhaps you can relate? Everyone has a voice that deserves to be heard, and no one should ever feel ashamed to be themselves. So today I'm going to be vulnerable and open with you. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you why my resolution this year is going to be take up space, and why you might want to make it your resolution too. What brought me to this resolution in the first place? It was shame. It was a deep sense of self-depreciation, self-doubt, feelings of unworthiness, not being good enough. It was embarrassment of who I am and fear for not being able to be myself. In short, it was shame. Shame and guilt are not the same thing. Guilt is when you feel bad for doing something wrong. Shame is when you feel that you are what is wrong. I will give you an example by sharing my recent shame story. It starts with my blog a year and a half ago. I'm a wedding photographer. I used to only blog about my photo shoots, but after a bad experience with a workplace bully, I quit a toxic job and started to blog on a regular basis. Not just about my photography, but also well-being, simple living, travel in New England. My lifestyle blog focused on any number of topics that interested me. I started sharing with my readers, friends, family, wedding clients, and perfect strangers more about my life and who I am. Instead of always being behind the camera, my husband and readers encouraged me to get in the picture more often. That was new for me. I'm an ordinary person, not a model, and I'm used to taking photos not being in them. My self-esteem was very low and I was camera shy, but very slowly I started to raise my confidence now that i was being seen not just heard on my blog and instagram my readership began to grow and i was able to connect with more people than ever before i started sharing more of myself and even a monthly blogging project called the year of living lovely where women from all over the world were joining me i had a subscription-based email and a facebook group called live lovely as a quiet person by nature i was not used to putting myself out there but that was exactly what i was doing with my blog When you put yourself out there in any way, there is a sense of vulnerability, which can be frightening, but also very rewarding. Blogging was it for me. I felt like I was able to truly be myself, and in the process, I was able to connect with so many incredible people. I was doing what I loved most. I was taking pictures, I was writing, and I was sharing positive life events. It cultivated positivity and creativity in my life. I felt my confidence, my happiness, and my self-esteem growing. It was a challenge and I still had self-doubt plenty of times, but the rewards far outweighed the risks at the time. That was until negative feedback was given to me from people I care about most. It can be easy to brush off a negative comment from a stranger online, but when those comments come from the people you value the most, they're really difficult to shake off. I shared my personal struggles and I shared my tips for overcoming them. I put an emphasis on well-being because I wanted to help others like me going through difficult times. In response, I was told by someone close to me, because you focus so much on well-being, you're not able to be there for anyone else. This hurt because the whole point was to be there for others. I also believe in that focusing on well-being and self-care is important for everyone. Another person close to me commented on my travel post by saying, the only reason why you travel places is to take your photo there. And a friend hurt my feelings when she said, you must really love the way you look to post so many photos of yourself all the time. I felt so ashamed and embarrassed. Each of those comments struck a chord within my own fears. I spent the past year and a half building myself up and hoping to help others do the same. And I felt completely shattered by these comments. I felt all of my hard work unravel. Was I being selfish, narcissistic, and shallow? I stopped blogging as often. When I did, I took myself out of it more and more, afraid that these people would use the posts I was making and use them against me later. Yet, I still followed dozens of other bloggers doing the same thing, and I never once had a bad thought about any of them. So why was I being so hard on myself? I was actually seeing a therapist about a traumatic event in my life when he recently broached the topic of shame with me. He said that I was always apologizing to other people for simply existing. He pointed out that over my life, I was given messages and lessons that I shouldn't be seen, shouldn't be heard. That my upbringing taught me to feel guilty working on good things in my life, and that the people in my life would reinforce these lessons every time I broke free of these molds. That I was making myself small. I ended up reading a book by Brene Brown called I Thought It Was Just Me But It Isn't, and I saw myself in a kinder light. Brene Brown is a shame researcher, and I realized that what I was feeling, that painful emotion every time the positive strides I'd made in my life were met with resistance, was shame. I realized that I was feeling shame for being myself. I was feeling unworthy of being seen, being heard, and taking up space in every aspect of my life. And I was also not alone in feeling this way. Uh, If you have a chance, I really recommend that you read Brene's book. It's incredible. Her research is wonderful, and I feel most people can really relate to a lot of the example she gives in the book. She also talks a lot about shame resilience, which is really important and we're going to get to that too. Um, I believe that many of us can relate to feelings of self-doubt or even feeling apologetic for being yourself. In our culture, we tend to put others down when they're too free with who they are. Women especially are shamed for existing in so many ways. We're shamed for being too thin, not thin enough, too weak, for having too much muscles, for not being in a relationship, or for dating too much. Reshamed for having kids, not having kids, wearing too much makeup, not caring enough to wear makeup, it's exhausting. I also began to realize that the people critiquing me were just simply unhappy with themselves. For the person who condemned my well-being journey, she was actually going through a really difficult time, and the person who put down my travels was feeling stuck in their own life. And it was actually jealousy and low self-esteem that was speaking when people commented on how I looked in my photos or how often I actually appeared in them. One was simply hypocritical because I quickly noticed that every photo she posted uh, was herself in a selfie. So it was kind of like, hmm, a thoughtful moment for me. Uh, None of those comments actually had anything to do with me and everything to do with them. One of my favorite Casey Musgrave songs has a line that goes, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, so you might as well just do whatever you want. The song is called Follow Your Arrow and is one of my favorites because it speaks about being brave enough to be yourself no matter what other people say. When I was about seven years old, I loved wearing dresses to school. I still love wearing dresses. Uh, But at the time, it wasn't the cool thing to do, and I was bullied for it. To stop the bullying, my mom tried to convince me to dress in order to fit in. I'm not going to feel bad for being myself, I told her, before marching to the bus stop in my favorite sunflower dress. I still felt bad, but I also knew that I would feel worse if I just gave in, that if I changed myself to make others happy. That and my bullies would find something else to pick on me for. Uh, I need more of that simple wisdom. Be yourself. How many times have we heard that as kids? By the time we become adults, we've learned to hide parts of ourselves because of shame, parts of ourselves that bring us joy. We let others dictate who we are or what we do, such as hiding our love for fashion or romance novels because the people we know make fun of them, or like when a man loves to bake, but he doesn't because his brothers or friends make fun of baking as a feminine activity. We learn to hide parts of ourselves, to make ourselves smaller, to fit into a pre-approved box. Take up space. This is the year I'm going to be seen, be heard, be bold. This is the year I'm going to be my true self, no matter how hard it is, and I'm sure it's going to be hard in some ways. For me, that means sharing myself on my blog again. It means being in the picture without justifying myself for being there. In fact, I'm going to challenge myself to a self-portrait project and put myself out there. It's a little scary, but I'm going to hold myself to it. I'm going to continue to work on my well-being because mental health is important, and taking care of it is not something to feel bad about. I'm also going to continue to travel because it's what I love to do, and I will write for my blog because my voice shouldn't be silenced by someone else's cruelty. No one should. I will not apologize for my weight or how I choose to dress, I will not apologize for speaking my truth, for being seen, for being heard, for being here. I will take up space instead of making myself small. My New Year resolution this year is take up space because I am done with apologizing for being who I am. I am done with feeling that I have to hide who I am and what I love because someone else doesn't think I should. If I let others dictate everything about my life or put me down, I'll never take off. But truly, if I allow others to do that, then I am just getting in my own way. It's going to be difficult, someone is always going to try to tear you down, but there are just as many positive and supportive people too. Those are the people that really matter, the ones that you should focus on. But most of all, you deserve to take up space in your own life. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Courtney and Live Lovely is my life manifesto. This year, I'm going to work on living it. To learn more about the journey, visit me at livelovelyphotography.com or find me on Instagram at livelovelyphotography. Have a lovely day.